Hi there, I'm Birgit O'Connor and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting podcast. Now in today's discussion, we'll be talking about atomizers and what you can do if you really can't blow through the tube and get that mist that you want. Are there other tools that you can use? And the answer is yes. And what about masking or how can you apply some techniques and what happens if you're frustrated and how does that actually help you grow in your creativity? So there's lots of things that we'll be talking about. I hope you join us. So let's get started and have some fun. Now, the first thing that we'll be talking about is how to get that fine spray in a painting and should you use a Kemper tool or do you want to use an atomizer? Yeah, why don't you tell us about this, Anne? Uh, well, the little bar kind of helps have it go in one direction, but you need a box when you do that because otherwise it still goes all over. It's a mess. And so what I do have we a box dedicated just for that. And what do we call this? Oh God, I don't remember what it was called. I know. I have one and it does go everywhere, but you still, if you have arthritis in your hands, you still have to twist it. So this is what I use because I can direct it and it has different size um, oh, uh, an atomizer. Yeah, you know and I know I know you I, can't use it, Birgit, but those of us use it. I've never had luck with this. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. <laughs> I, I blow so hard and it doesn't work. She's playing her golden flute. <laughs> so you have is there some special trick to this? Yeah, you have to have, you know. My mother, no, had, my mother had Bell's palsy. I know why you can't do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I, it's the embouchure. And I thought maybe if I put a rubber gasket on my mouth. No. <laughs> I thought maybe, maybe I could. You could take a, um, a rubber bulb and you could squeeze it. You could um, put it over it and squeeze it. Oh, yeah. Maybe like one of those things like you used to suck the stuff out kids noses when they were little you know but you know no no the other that would be a turkey baster like the thing on a turkey baster smaller smaller, smaller. littler one yeah. i can see a mess coming oh you know the <laughs> other thing that i did i had it in my book is using um one of those spray air things you know the spray air things with the little tiny tube you put it in there and that worked but i thought oh my gosh you know it's just a lot of stuff to try to handle yeah, yeah. So see, like, gay, where we're talking about the spatter, I've got my own problems with the, like, I cannot blow through a tube. <laughs> I found the link. It's the Kemper spatter brush. I put it in the chat. Okay. The Kemper. That's it. Thank you, Anne. I'm going to go back to, I wanted to take a look at a lot of different things here. So you had problems with your um, thing that you were doing in Calistoga. I thought that was really interesting. So do you want well, to tell they us? Didn't, they didn't like seeing the sides. I thought I'd be smart and have the watercolor not need to be framed, you know. Because <laughs> they said actually in the rules that uh, for this plein air, I was in a plein air contest in uh, uh, event in uh, Calistoga. They do it a couple of times a year, but they hadn't done it for a while because of COVID. So anyway, uh, the rules are for watercolor, you have to at least, everything has to be hangable at the end for the exhibit. So watercolor at least has to be attached maybe to a backing board with a hanging loop. Uh, but everybody was super prepared. They all had their work. Of course, most of the people you're competing against are acrylic and oil painters. Oh. 
and they all had it framed. And I, the one who won was kind of one of those Alvaro castoffs oh. where it's, you know, the rainy sea, cityscape. I'm getting kind of tired of that cliche. But anyway, uh, apparently what he did is he went and framed it in front of the judge. Because the, the point is, when you first go, you have to go up there and get your canvas or your paper stamped so hmm. that it proves that you didn't do it beforehand. And this, that stamp has to show at the end. So I was like doing complicated things like cutting a square out of the matting board, you know, so that they could see the stamp. He just took a, you know, a frame and shrink wrap from, you know, Michael's and uh, framed it in front of the judge and that was called it good. So, so his was all professionally framed under glass, you know, he, she even helped him frame it apparently. Was, the so, rules I think you, had to, you could do 20% at home. So. Well, just taking that on, I think is huge <laughs> and, you know, enormous. And I think, honestly, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Um, but so tomorrow I have to go give the awards just to kind of give more credibility tomorrow I'm giving the awards for the national for the California watercolor society national uh, show. That's a big deal. Yeah. So when I look at your painting, I'm thinking, you know what? That doesn't bother me. (laughs) Well, I thought it was a little unfair. They said that given the rules, but I could have painted the sides black, you know, you know what? I, I, I would, I think that honestly, well, okay, I'm going to come back to that, but there's a couple other things that I think stand out more. So like here, having that dark tree on works against you. Okay, and yeah. if we look at the uh, overall painting here, because this is a dark value, you don't have any other darker values over here. So I think that works against you also. I like your wet into wet area. I think this is nuts that they think that that's a problem. You know, I think here, taking it on, being outside, doing a watercolor and doing a plein air, it's huge. Um, Just a huge, huge thing that you tackled. And I would also, I, the big thing is I would try to increase your values. That's, oh, yeah. that would be basically more of that. And I think, how could I do that quickly using like the uh, idea of this up here and there? I would probably use a flat brush. I would use something big or a piece of paper. And then, you know, that you can actually manipulate it a little bit more. And then over here, and I just don't think that actually, personally, I don't think they're doing you justice. And I, by saying that it's this, that uh, unless it's just some rule and then over here if you filled that in all the way up to the edge then that's a problem too because then it's all on the left hand side this just needs your values to be expanded because it goes here and here across and then in this area too very very challenging i don't i don't think i would have taken this on myself we have this giant tree there beautiful transparency up there so how can i uh simplify you know and how can i expand the range of values so because we we all want to get excuse me a little uh, fiddly in there and i think you've handled it beautifully well, I felt it- kind of stupid later because I thought, you know, I took on two subjects that were way too complicated. I should have mm-hmm. just done like a simple hill vineyard tree 
like everyone else. Because, oh. you know, this took me forever to get this roof line, you know, and I was sitting out there in the cold. It was really a rainy day. It was awful. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, you took on a huge, huge challenge. You know, if we look at this, you've got a beautiful area up here. And so that would be the misty thing. What works against it here is that we've got the giant tree that gets kind of cut off up here. And I know you would want the tree in here. So how I would want to handle it is a bit more wet into wet and suggest it instead of show it because then the viewer, but then again, you know, people are going to like this. Uh, some It's going to also attract other people too they'll have something that they like you've got your darker values here this is all pretty light this area works beautifully because it is suggestive you know it pushes back so then i think well how can i bring attention to this the background is light these are dark values how can i deal with it and i don't know what it really looks like. I mean when you're out there we want to paint everything that we see I would have minimized the tree with less detail and uh, I would think about you know I mean when you're there you're seeing it differently than I would be seeing it. Well, I did leave out the telephone pole and the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good. Okay so. And then what about that fence? It was driving me nuts. That's a lot of detail. So I would not have put a lot of that fence in, I think. You have it there. So how can we be more suggestive with that? I don't know. You know, it's like, see, this looks more like the, okay, if we have the fence pop out. What I'm looking for is my shapes. Where can I get some shapes in here? And maybe I would do, I don't know if there's any bushes over on that side. We've got the red here. If you want a, a stronger red, maybe I would try to push this back a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, I think you picked a huge challenge and I don't have any kind of point of reference to look at it. But for them to say it's just these little edges, I think that I don't think that's really helping you, you know? Well, it's more than the edges. I mean, it's a three eighths or seven eighths inch canvas. So they could see the sides which are all white, right? Because we have the watercolor paper wrapped around the sides. Mm. And she apparently one of the judges even said to uh, the uh, host that she should, couldn't she paint that side brown where that tree was, you know, just go put some brown paint on it. And she's going, no, I can't do that. <laughs> so uh, uh, what about having the a canvas wrapped on, you know, the paper? Did they not like that idea or was that even an issue? I guess not. I mean, I should have been prepared with some of those floating frames, but I don't have, you know, that uh, one of them was 18 by 24, that landscape. Um, so I don't have a frame that big. <laughs> the one you did was 18 by 24? Yeah, that I have, because those are those canvases that I had that I ripped off and then I put water, that's Arches Rough watercolor paper on there. I just bought a pack of that. And uh, that's huge. I don't have a frame that big, but you know, I could have painted the sides black. You know what? I think what happens if I was going to do something like that, if I was going to do a plein air thing, I would scale it way down. I could be wrong, but I would scale it way down. Yeah, that was a dumb idea. <laughs> well, I think it was a bold idea. <laughs> well, I just had visions of like doing this, you know, uh, kind of like our atmospheric landscapes. And then I, you know, I felt like I tried to do one problem I have when I go plein air 
as you know, you're supposed to take that little slide and, and you know, capture your composition. I can never do that. And I always end up painting something way too big, you know, way too much of the scene. Well, that, well I'll have to, I always wanted to do more plein air. I haven't done it really. So I'll have to, that'll be in the future. But you took on a huge, huge challenge there. So congratulations. She looks happy. She loves this. Yeah, she's happy. She looks out, as you can see, on... <laughs> on uh, evergreens and, and uh, that sort of background. So um, I'm, ha I'm glad she's happy with it. Well, and it's also going to be probably a spot that really means a lot to her. You know, you, and yeah. seeing it in this perspective, you can see that the, the all around the colors work really well. I think it's hard when we take a picture of it too sometimes because then it can be a little harsher, you know, right. you know but especially with an iPhone. Well, and as I said, I was working from a photo that she had taken and that was tough. I think it was a, I don't think she took it with an iPhone because she does a lot of photography when mm. she's hiking. They hike, she and her husband hike a lot. And um, so she had sent me a few pictures uh, just for reference. And so um, I kind of did this from her photograph. Well, that was a tough photograph. You know, we looked at that yes, last time. <laughs> that was tough. So that, this is enormous. You have an incredible amount of depth in here. Thanks. So, congratulations. Yeah, on I that. was happy. I'm glad it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'll take on another commission right away. <laughs> oh, no, no. We talked about that last week. Yuck, commissions. And then, okay, after I said that, and then here I jumped to uh, Claire's. So Claire, so I know they're going to love this, you know. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I think they will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, I think I've, uh, I was looking at something on Etsy because what I'm doing is taking some of my products and uh, like uh, the monarch butterflies and things like that. And I'm turning them into products. So I'm exploring some ideas. And what I saw is that, I mean, if, if, if uh, commissions are you, your things that um, there was somebody that was doing commissions of houses and and I thought that was an interesting and clever idea you know if that was what people wanted to do I and people always love their house mm -hmm. so you did a beautiful job here I think it's really hard you know it's hard to get emotionally into I mean as the artist but you did an amazing job and they're gonna love it okay Georgia okay <laughs> Pretty clean and gorgeous. What do you think? I got lost. It, that clam was the hardest in the masking because I got lost in the lines. Did you use your GPS? <laughs> <laughs> and I had hoped that the colors of the shells would have been a little brighter here. Oh, you could do a little bit. And I'm not quite sure how to do that. How about this? Without screwing how, it up. How about this? Walk away from it. Yeah, because I took all it. the mask off last night, and it is. It's a ton of fun to remove the mask. That was a ton. That Magic. <laughs> the walk away with from it, and then are you going to go ahead and do the other one? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure about that one. Is it scary? <laughs> well, I like this composition a little bit better. And okay. I, I did this on 11 by 15, so I shrunk down the uh i resized it 
And I really like the value study app. And thank you so much for posting that one picture as a JPEG. Oh, because good. I was able to take that JPEG and put it through that value study uh-huh. and work off the greens. I That was really, I thought was helped me a lot because then it's just, I just masked the green, the green, the green, the green. Right. Okay. That's good to know. And, and you know, like even from our conversations, I thought moving forward, maybe um, like to block it out with a pen or something. That's something we can talk about in the other classes, but that's something to just, at least this is kind of like getting started with it. Right. This is so much fun, Burgett. I am just, just really over the moon that I had never thought about this. I knew a lot of acrylic people did pouring and that seemed to be the hot, hot thing with acrylic pouring, hmm. but doing watercolor pouring. I, you know, I never thought about it mm-hmm. and it's, it's, I like it. I think there's enough detail. If you're, if you're a detail person, the detail is in laying down the mask. And then to me, the loose part is the, the paint because what I used on this is I decided I uh, used some of these little pipettes to where I could have more control. Yeah. And probably I didn't get the control that I had hoped for, but anyway, I just think it's a ton of fun. Oh, good. Well, you're doing an amazing job. So you're, um, let's see, there was, let's take a look here. Uh, What I wanted to ask you also is for those of you that have joined that butterfly group, you know, the full course, have you looked at some of those lessons in there? I haven't looked at the lessons. I signed up for it. And just like the lady in the WIM meeting this morning, I think the, the actual painting is above my pay grade. But again, I wanted it to have it kind of in my hip pocket for uh, down the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I haven't really looked at any of the, the videos, not yet anyway, because I was diligently working on this one. Well, I was also trying to decide, should I not market this to the school and just keep it just for you guys? You know, that's just kind of something I thought about this morning. That That's another thought. I won't um, waste your time with that. Right. What are you going to say, Sue? I was going to say that the butter, the Monarch major painting is maybe a little, uh, yeah, like Georgia said, maybe be a little bit of a challenge, but just like every other class that you've offered that has been a challenge, and most of them are, uh, step by step, one layer at a time. And if you just trust the process, which is what I'm in the middle of right now with my 16 by 20 shells, because mm. today is D-Day on the mask uh, mm. to remove it. Uh, but just like that, step by step, you take it one step at a time, you're going to be able to execute it uh, to some level of proficiency. And uh, I think nobody should be afraid of it. Well, I'll tell you, as I was creating this, I thought, am I really going to create a problem for everybody? Because this is going to be a challenge. Well, I told my first reaction was it's going to be a challenge. That was my first review. This will be a challenge. But from that challenge, we will learn a whole heck of a lot of stuff. 
Well, I would have jumped on it if it weren't Christmas. I can't take any classes between now and Christmas. I I feel like it's a sprint for me to get to Christmas. I know. Well, the reason why this is happening, in fact, I just got a text message is because there's the monarch butterfly count that is going to be happening soon. And so that's why the, um, just the, couple of them the few single ones the ones with the brighter colors is offered separately so it doesn't overwhelm and you know make people feel like they can't do it there's two different levels hi yeah i just wanted to add a conversation i just had with my daughter about picking out books for my grandson and i remember the reading teacher at school talking about how they shouldn't be able to breeze through the reading. There should be enough of a challenge ahead with vocabulary that they have to look up some words and that's how they grow. And I'm kind of stuck on the last lesson of the shells, like feeling a little over my head. And I know the butterflies will be a little over my head, but I think it's like how children learn to read. That's how I'll grow. And mine may not look, I know it won't look like yours, but I will have learned and pushed myself a little further. So I don't think people should be afraid to give it a try. We're not all going to, certainly not going to look like your paintings. Well, you know, just like what what you just said, uh, the one that you'll be working on, the big a uh, vertical one is the one I started with. And then I had to work myself backwards and to try to simplify it and then bring myself back up into the 16 by 20. And you're going to hear me be incredibly frustrated. And you have heard me be frustrated and how I wasn't enjoying the process. I was like a little kid kicking and screaming. But then honestly, what I learned brought me into the butterflies, which I think is a, a really, really interesting, you know. So, yeah, we it, it's a very interesting uh, process. And also, like um, when we talked about uh, Sarah's uh, paintings today in the WIM class, I thought that was fascinating to see the, um, you know, how you use the color and the emotional reaction. So this isn't really just a like a, a paint by number kind of thing. I'm kind of stretching you guys out into being creative and a lot more things. You you can't have anything too simple. It's a balance between skill and challenge. And you want to be somewhere, you know, where you're pushed just a little bit. Otherwise you're bored or you're apathetic. Mm-hmm. If you are, if the challenge is too high, then you're too frustrated. So we all need to be pushed. And, you know, every one of us is at a different place, but um, your course is push and that's important. Thank that's you. all. Well, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, when I uh, was doing, we're doing the Roxanne and sea glass again. And so like, if you've already done it, you know, I think it's a super exciting one. And when I look at that, I'm thinking, oh gosh, you know, that's uh, some of the video is SD instead of HD, but I don't want to redo that whole lesson. I don't have enough time in the world to redo some of those older lessons, but it's all incredibly relevant and it leads us to where, like where you are now and what you're doing. Uh, Sue. Yeah, I just wanted to, uh... I thought of you last night and I wanted to share what I was thinking as I was working on the 16 by 20. I got, oh, were you cursing uh, me? Is that, no, did I hear that? <laughs> no, actually it was uh, like Georgia. I got, I got lost in the woods and I finally just threw caution to the wind. I said, it's going to be what it's going to be. But as I was throwing in the background and painting this and that and 
slopping color all around. I said, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right. But I sure do feel creative doing it. So thank you, Bearded. You know, I feel like I'm creating something. So I'm very, very creative, but I was lost as a goose. <laughs> well, just let me uh, let me tell you, I was just as lost as I was doing this. And I thought, how am I supposed to teach this when I have no idea where I'm going? So, you know. Well, we'll see. We're in the same place. And I, got, I got a perspective. I, I don't know if you saw the Facebook yet or not, but I got perspective on where you can get the joy. My eight-year-old little friend is over today doing school again. She saw the painting with all the mask on it. Oh, I like this, Susie. This is great. I said, but it's not done yet. Oh, but I like it. I said, well, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this mask off. And I started showing her. Oh, I'd like to do that. I said, go ahead. She said, this is so satis satisfying. <laughs> and she, I was just cracked up. I fell on a she can't wait to finish school so she can get back in here and take that mask off oh, for nice. me. So, well, you know what? So I'm satisfying. Love, <laughs> I'm going to come right to you, Mary, in just a second. Like, I would love to do some things with the kids and masking like that one butterfly. My concern is them using a latex and using yeah. a mask, you know. So Mary has something to say. Hi, Mary. Hi. I'm looking at your littles, your littles that you're doing for the museum. Uh-huh. Can you bring them a little closer? Yes. <laughs> so let's take a look. So let's let me get right up there in your face. Thank you. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I just like the feeling of them. Yes. Maybe I'll bring those to the uh, museum or maybe I'll do these. But what I want to do is, like I told Sue, is create a class maybe called Mud. And that Yay! would, don't you think? <laughs> Yeah. And we're focus on uh you get the idea. Focus on mud flats, low tide, anything like that, whatever you can think of. And I thought, well, would I want to do I want to even try? I don't know if I want to do this. I thought, uh, like even for gifts, do I want to take a canvas or something like that and use a, a an acrylic, you know, so I don't have to frame it for the holidays, you know? So I thought about that using that idea and this. This it's very satisfying doing this. They're beautiful and simple, and I need to learn how to be simple because you know me. <laughs> oh, you're doing a great job being simple. You're doing a good job, a really good job. And then Tina, did you, you saw that uh, the link in the Facebook group to the, the mud hole, right? Into the- That was fascinating. I, 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 I like to check in on it every once in a while because you, you see something different. <clears throat> it, do they have um, other animals? Right now it's it's not running and I guess it's because no. it's not. <clears throat> no. Uh-huh. Huh. But it is very interesting. Uh, this is one when I was viewing it. What do we antelopes. call those? Um, those? They're, they're antelopes. Uh, they're called, um, oh, shoot. Starts with a bell. Um, let's see. There was, let's take a look here. Uh, what I wanted to ask you also is for those of you that have joined that butterfly group, it, the, you know, the full course. Have you looked at some of those lessons in there? I haven't looked at the lessons. I signed up for it. And just like the lady in the WIM meeting this morning, I think the the actual painting is above my pay grade. 
But again, I wanted it to have it kind of in my hip pocket for uh, down the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I haven't really looked at any of the, the videos, not yet anyway, because I was diligently working on this one. Well, I was also trying to decide, should I not market this to the school and just keep it just for you guys? You know, that's just kind of something I thought about this morning. That That's another thought. I won't um, waste your time with that, right? What are you going to say, Sue? I was going to say that the butter, the Monarch major painting is maybe a little, uh, yeah, like Georgia said, maybe be a little bit of a challenge. But just like every other class that you've offered that has been a challenge, and most of them are, uh, step by step, one layer at a time. And if you just trust the process, which is what I'm in the middle of right now with my 16 by 20 shells, because mm. today is D-Day on the mask uh, mm. to remove it. Uh, but just like that, step by step, you take it one step at a time, you're going to be able to execute it uh, to some level of proficiency. And uh, I think nobody should be afraid of it. Well, I'll tell you, as I was creating this, I thought, am I really going to create a problem for everybody? Because this is going to be a challenge. Well, I told my first reaction was it's going to be a challenge. That was my first review. This will be a challenge. Yeah. But from that challenge, we will learn a whole heck of a lot of stuff. And see, and then Anne, you have your hand up. Well, I would have jumped on it if it weren't Christmas. I can't take any classes between now and Christmas. I I feel like it's a sprint for me to get to Christmas. I know. Well, the reason why this is happening, in fact, I just got a text message is because there's the Monarch butterfly count that is going to be happening soon. And so it's coinciding with that. I know those people, if, if any of them are interested in doing Monarch, they will not be able to do this. You know, it's, it's you guys that have been with me for a while and are experienced painters. It's, that's why the, um, just the couple of them, the few single ones, the ones with the brighter colors is offered separately. So it doesn't overwhelm and, you know, make people feel like they can't do it. There's two different levels. Christine, hi. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to add a conversation I just had with my daughter about picking out books for my grandson. And I remember the reading teacher at school talking about how they shouldn't be able to breeze through the reading. There should be enough of a challenge ahead with vocabulary that they have to look up some words and that's how they grow. And I'm kind of stuck on the last lesson of the shells, like feeling a little over my head. And I know the butterflies will be a little over my head but I think it's like how children learn to read that's how I'll grow and mine may not look I know it won't look like yours but I will have learned and pushed myself a little further so I don't think people should be afraid to give it a try Mm -hmm. we're not all gonna certainly not gonna look like your paintings well you know just like what what you just said uh, the one that you'll be working on the big 
uh, vertical one is the one I started with. And then I had to work myself backwards and to try to simplify it and then bring myself back up into the 16 by 20. And you're going to hear me be incredibly frustrated. And you have heard me be frustrated and how I wasn't enjoying the process. I was like a little kid kicking and screaming. <laughs> but then honestly, what I learned brought me into the butterflies, which I think is uh, a really, really interesting, you know, so yeah, we, it, it's a very interesting uh, process. And also like um, when we talked about uh, Sarah's uh, paintings today in the WIM class, I thought that was fascinating to see the, um, you know, how you use the color and the emotional reaction. So this isn't really just a, like a, a paint by number kind of thing. I'm kind of stretching you guys out into being creative and a lot more things. Uh, Tina. From a learning perspective, um, you, um, you, you can't have anything too simple. It's a balance between skill and challenge. And you want to be somewhere, you know, where you're pushed just a little bit. Otherwise, you're bored or you're apathetic. Mm -hmm. If you are, if the challenge is too high, then you're too frustrated. So we all need to be pushed. And, you know, every one of us is at a different place, but um, your course is push and that's important. Thank that's you. all. Well, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, when I uh, was doing, we're doing the Roxanne and sea glass again. And so like, if you've already done it, you know, I think it's a super exciting one. And when I look at that, I'm thinking, oh gosh, you know, that's uh, some of the video is SD instead of HD, but the, I don't want to redo that whole lesson. I don't have enough time in the world to redo some of those older lessons, but it's all incredibly relevant. And it leads us to where, like where you are now and what you're doing. Uh, Sue. Yeah, I just wanted to, I, I thought of you last night and I wanted to share what I was thinking as I was working on the 16 by 20. I got, oh, were you cursing uh, me? Is that, no, did I hear that? <laughs> no, actually it was uh, like Georgia. I got, I got lost in the woods and I finally just threw caution to the wind. I said, it's going to be what it's going to be. But as I was throwing in the background and painting this and that and slopping color all around. I said, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right. But I sure do feel creative doing it. So thank you, Bearded. You know, I feel like I'm creating something. So I'm very, very creative, but I was lost as a goose. <laughs> well, just let me, uh, let me tell you, I was just as lost as I was doing this. And I thought, how am I supposed to teach this when I have no idea where I'm going? So, you know. Well, we'll see. We're in the same place. And I got I got a perspective. I, I don't know if you saw the Facebook yet or not, but I got perspective on where you can get the joy. My eight-year-old little friend is over today doing school again. She saw the painting with all the mask on it. Oh, I like this, Susu. This is great. I said, but it's not done yet. Oh, but I like it. I said, well, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this mask off. And I started showing her. Oh, I'd like to do that. I said, go ahead. She said, this is so satis satisfying. <laughs> and she, I was just cracked up. I fell on her. She can't wait to finish school so she can get back in here and take that mask off oh, for nice. me. 
So well, you know what? So I'm satisfying. Love, I'm going to come right to you, Mary, in just a second. Like, I would love to do some things with the kids and masking, like that one butterfly. My concern is them using a latex and using yeah. a mask, you know. So, Mary has something to say. Hi, Mary. Hi. Uh, okay, I'm un- unmuted. I'm looking at your littles, your littles that you're doing for the museum. Uh huh. Can you bring them a little closer? Yes. <laughs> So let's take a look. So let's let me get right up there in your face. Thank you. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, let's see. So, all right. So the idea, I've done this before. Like they said, did you get the email to do this? And I said, no. And so now I'm doing it. And this was the original intention. And maybe I like these more. Yeah. And, and I want to, I don't think I want to bring them. <laughs> so what I would do is maybe do them again. And I thought I'd like to create a class. I just like when they're just by themselves. I just like the feeling of them. Yes. Maybe I'll bring those to the uh, museum or maybe I'll do these. But what I want to do is like I told Sue is create a class maybe called mud. And that Yay! would, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. And we're focus on, uh, you get the idea. Focus on mud flats, low tide, anything like that, whatever you can think of. And I thought, well, would I want to, do I want to even try? I don't know if I want to do this. I thought, uh, like even for gifts, do I want to take a canvas or something like that and use a, a an acrylic, you know, so I don't have to frame it for the holidays, you know? So I thought about that using that idea and this, this, it's very satisfying doing this. So excuse me for one second. I'm back. <laughs> I love this, the simple ones in the middle that they're beautiful and simple and I need to learn how to be simple because you know me (laughs) oh you're doing a great job being simple you're doing a good job really good job and then Tina did you you saw that uh, the link in the Facebook group to the the mud hole right into the hopefully yes that was fascinating I, I, I like to check in on it every once in a while because you you see something different it, do they have um, other animals? Right now, it's it's not running, and I guess it's because no. it's not. <clears throat> no. Uh-huh. Huh. But it is very interesting. And you saw, oopsie, what did I just do here? There was... Um, giraffes. Oh, I didn't see the giraffes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, ostriches, not giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this is one when I was viewing it. What do we call those? Um, those? They're they're antelopes. Uh, They're called, um, oh, shoot. Starts with a veil. Um, Um, They're not. They're the bigger ones. Um, I'll think of it in a minute. Well, what I thought was also interesting is just the body shape like that. And then Mm -hmm. the shadows underneath there, and it would be interesting. And so we have this posted in the Facebook group. So eventually maybe we'll do something else with that. So, you know, we, we have a lot of stuff that's kind of meandering around back there. 
Now, I hope you enjoyed our time together. That concludes today's podcast. And if you're interested in more information or would like to find out about my online courses, just visit my website, beergoodoconnor.com. So until next time, have fun and happy painting.